following Tila Y episode is a throwback interview that I did in the past. This will now be formatted as a podcast episode. So, um, growing up in uh, Detroit, uh, was there like any like was there ever any inspiration from there that you made that you want to pursue like more in the music scene? Like as far as like my surroundings, like what inspired me to do. So it was more so just like seeing stuff that was going on around me. And I just wanted to, you know what I'm saying, to tell my story. And I was like, what's the best way I could let, you know what I'm saying, let the people hear me. True, true. I know what you mean because I know, like in Detroit, there, like it's been there for a while. You know, like this, like Motown with the creation of Motown to the rise of like Eminem and everyone else, and even now with new acts like T Grizzly, Sada Baby, and like Band Gang and all those other artists. Like, I guess, like from those artists, did you ever was you were you ever like inspired by those artists by any chance? Yeah, Eminem for sure. That's like one of my inspirations true true and uh growing up uh, what was your musical history and background like and what inspired you to become a rapper and musician you know yeah like my mom and them they was uh real heavy into like Tupac Biggie and stuff like that so I grew up listening to that a lot of sleep break like with storytelling that's kind of where I get my like one of my styles I'm, I'm a storyteller you know and like nah eyes and stuff like that so yeah that was like a big influence on me Dope, dope. I mean, like, Slick Rick, like, he paved the way for, like, a lot of people, not just, like, in jewelry and all that type of stuff, but, like, even with rap and, like, lyricism, like, I could tell, like, he was, like, a very big impact in the whole scene, like, because every artist, like, was rapping like Slick Rick, like, when it comes to, like, storytelling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know what you mean. So, uh, what artists or genres are you mainly influenced by? And, like, in the future, which artists would you like to collaborate with someday or work with? Well, mainly I'm influenced by hip-hop, obviously. Uh, it's a lot of underground artists that I listen to that influence me to do the things that I do. Like, Tech Nine, you know, like, he like, one of the biggest, he is the biggest independent artist, you know? And, like, that inspired me because it was, like, he can do that. I can do that too. And uh, as far as like right now, I listen to a lot of Lil Peep. <laughs> I listen to everything. You know what I'm saying? But like, I've been to like real heavy into that side right now. In the future, uh, I see myself working with people like Cardi. Uh, I don't know if Wayne's still around. I don't know. He's looking like he's falling off right now. <laughs> I know what you mean. I mean, he dropped Funeral like a while back, but uh, I think that oh, yeah, the, it went hard. It went hard. Yeah. It was just long as hell. Though. <laughs> yeah yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean um and uh like you know i've been listening to your music for a bit and like i noticed that you had like two different types of styles like yeah. multiple styles like the one with the whole like just back and forth rapping you know like consistent like with 16 24 bars and all that and then the more like melodic sound like when it comes to your music so, uh, how do you dis- how do you describe your style like when it comes to your music, and does it tend to appear from song to song when creating music? I'll say it's like ghetto soul storytelling. Like I really don't even know what kind of style I got. You know, there's so <laughs> many influences in me, and it's like I can't even really pinpoint like what's my style. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm just really so versatile. But one thing I can say is like. You always get like the raw truth from me, so everything I speak is like straight from experience. So when I'm when I'm like creating and stuff like that, it do jump like what, as far as song for song, it's more so just like what I'm feeling in that moment. 
I really just write off of like stuff that I've been through, what I'm feeling. So if I'm feeling some type of way, that's what kind of song I'm on. You know what I'm saying? If I'm pissed off, I'm about to get an angry ass song. If I'm in a good mood, you know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Um, and even like uh, you know the creative process on each song. Like I know, like in some songs, you do tend to have party songs, and then other songs, it's just like fuck you, all that type of stuff. And it's pretty dope too, either way. So when you create those songs, do you have like a creative process when making the music? And also, just an interesting thing: how did you get the name Toy Soldier as a part of your rap name? Uh, my creative process is normally I just turn on like a beat sit there and I vibe, and uh, I really just, that's just, that's it, that's the creative process right there, I sit down, I vibe, I start writing, write whatever I feel, uh, I got my name though, because when I was a kid, my pops used to always call me Toy Soldier, I don't know why, I don't know where he got that from, but <laughs> he used to always call me his little Toy Soldier, and he just kind of just stuck with me, so I was like, oh, whatever, roll with it. I know what you mean. Yeah, and even like just like looking at your music, like when I first found it, like found your uh, Spotify, like I noticed you had like more singles than like a full length project. So, like at the moment right now, do you feel like dropping dropping singles is like more better in terms of connecting with your fan base than an album, or are you more like inclined to drop an album soon? Uh, At first, I thought it was more like it was it was getting more engagement because like. You know, when you as an upcoming artist, you got to do something that's gonna grab the attention. You feel me? So I feel like my singles was like throwing bait to the to the to the fish. You feel me? So they bite the, they bite the bait and then you pull them in. So actually, yeah, I'm working on a couple projects right now. Working on an album. I'm gonna drop a mixtape before I drop the album though. True, true. And uh, yeah, so I'm about to hit them with a couple of full length projects. I think it's time for people to really get to know like where I'm really coming from and why I am the way I am. You know. True, true. And uh, is, will there be more of a creative idea for those projects? Because I know, like, in some projects, one would be, like, a love project, another would be just, like, a regular, like, intro project to, like, who, like, your music is and, like, who Toy Soldier is to, like, the general public. So do you feel like it's going to be more towards who Toy Soldier is or is it going to be more of a concept? So my mixtape is going to be, like, more of, like, who, who I am, like... It's gonna tell like a lot of different like stories, a lot of background, different stories, a lot of heartfelt shit, and uh, like basically just you know touching on the sensitive spots, and then like for my album, I'm about to shit on this. That's all I like to say. Yeah, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, I feel you. That's yeah, jokes, gonna, you know. It's gonna be like it's gonna be for those people that was like, ah, oh, you ain't gonna be shit, and then they they realize, you know what I'm saying? Like it's that. Like I'm about to shit on people. That's that's how. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, that's what the album yeah. is. I know what you mean, and, um, you know, I actually got to know you more earlier on, more earlier on from, like, Rhythm and Flow, I know it was kind of like a free six-second, like, type of, like, vibe when they showed the video, but, like, it seemed like you were turned up, like, when you were, like, in the crowd, like, in the Chicago show, so, um, what, what made you take a part of that, like, in, um, the audition process for the show, and what was the experience like when you stepped into the Chicago stage where you auditioned for Chance, Twista, and, like, Royce? So, uh, what made me audition, I, they, like, hit me up, I, like, out of nowhere, like, it was, like, an email, and I thought it was fake, so I, like, blew it off for, like, a month. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, you just get some shit like that in your email, you're not about to believe it. You know how many people out here trying to, you know what I'm saying, scam uh, underground artists and shit like that? So, they actually end up contacting my manager, and I, she was telling me, like, oh, it's all legit. I was like, okay, well, I guess we about to go, you know what I'm saying, do this 
I'm gonna go try out. So I went down there. I auditioned. Uh, it was like a face to face audition with uh, I think Jesse Collins, and uh, I did that. And then I went through. And then next thing I know, they was flying me out to Chicago, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is real." You feel me? <laughs> so like, I, I had like emotions just mixed up everywhere. So I was kind of like, I was excited. I was still like skeptical about all of it. You know what I'm saying? Because it just didn't seem real. You feel me? Yeah, no so, true. Yeah, so like when I got there and shit, uh, it was like it seemed like everything was like really, really rushed because like obviously they got all these people that they bought the audition. You know, like they got hundreds and hundreds of people that's that's about to come through an audition. This is new, so like everybody is jumping on it, and uh, it was it was just way bigger than what I thought. You feel me? So I wasn't really mentally prepared. I really didn't think it was gonna be that big. I don't know why the fuck I didn't, but like, I, <laughs> for some reason, reality didn't click until I was sitting in the basement in the in the damn room waiting to go upstairs and audition. That's when I like when reality hit me. Like when I heard heard the roar like from the crowd. I'm like. Oh shit, you <laughs> know. So I get up there, and uh, it was a it was a dope experience. It's just I feel like for me, I was entirely too geeked up. You know what I'm saying? Cause like that was when reality hit. I had so much shit going on. Like what the fuck? And uh, I just really couldn't really like keep it together. You know what I'm saying? So when I got up there, I was really overly energetic, and I was more so because I'm used to performing for a crowd. You know what I'm saying? And I forgot I was up there auditioning for judges. So I, my energy was more so aimed towards the crowd instead of aimed towards the judges like how I should have been, you feel me? So, yeah, that, that part, like, it was fun as hell to jump around up there, like, be on TV and all that shit. But, like, it sucked that, like, I didn't really, you know what I'm saying, do what I was supposed to do. I know what you mean. Um, I don't know, like, how the audition process, like, went up, like, after you did, like, the six, the three to six, seven minute part. But, um, so did you feel, like, what, they told you like after you like auditioned did it make like an impact towards the music that you've released now versus before as well as like performing on stage hell yeah it uh it impacted the fuck out of me because it was like like i said like it hit me like damn like it's real because like i got told no you know because like i didn't really i wasn't really enunciating i was really just all over the stage just hype as fuck you know and uh it was telling me they uh they told me basically like I needed to slow down, you know what I'm saying, and like actually let people hear what I'm saying, and uh, that impacted the fuck out of me because it's like I had a lot of different emotions. Like I was mad at first, like God damn it, but then I got over it. Like you know, it really wasn't my time because everything happened for a reason, and I needed that time to come back and focus on myself so I could come back better. You know what I'm saying? So like, as far as like for the music that I make now, I'm starting to really like. Cause I'm I'm really a spitter, like that's what I love to do. Like I like to to like I'm, I'm a fast rapper. Like people like Tech Nine and Twister and shit like that was people that influenced me. So now I'm realizing like I'm, I'm I'm slowing it down now. Like my flow is completely like different now. It's not completely different. It's still me, but it's like I really slowed a lot of things down so people can actually hear and understand and feel what I'm saying. I know what you mean. And um, I think, like, since it was, like, published on, like, Netflix, like, in October, like, what was the impact like for you once it was, like, finally, like, shown to the public? And have you ever received, like, any, like, recognition, criticism, or, like, impacts from the show, from, like, the public, or, like, anyone related to you? Yes. Yes. I woke up and my phone was blew the fuck up. I was like, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even know it was released yet. Like, I was out. 
was chilling. I didn't know when it was going to release. None of that stuff. Because, like, I kind of just, like, I tried to, like, uh, really just take that information and better myself. So I wasn't really focused on nothing. So I was, I don't know, I didn't really pay attention to it. And then I woke up and my phone was blew up. And everybody like, bro, I just seen you on TV. I just seen you. Like, and I'm like, what the hell? Like, people was messaging me and stuff. Like, oh, man, they fucked up. They How they let you go? But it was like, really, y'all fucked up myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody was saying, like, how I should be mad at Chance and all this other stuff. And I'm like, mad at him for what? You feel me? Like, he, he really, he, he did what he was supposed to do. It's just I didn't do what I was supposed to do. And, uh, like, yeah, but uh, I got, like, a lot of responses on, like, Instagram. I had people, like, connect with me. And they'd be like, yo, I seen you on the show. It's like, everybody was like, dope. I don't understand. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to tell them, like, I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Um, I know this is going to be, like, the last question, but uh, what are your plans for this year in terms of, like, any, like, music or other creative projects? I know that you have, like, two two of your projects that are going to be dropping soon. Uh, and as well, like, do you have any final words that you would like to say for any creative or any person out there pursuing their dreams? Oh, yeah. Uh, well, actually, for as far as, like, what do I have planned for this year, I just opened up a studio with my team. So I'm going to do that. Uh, we just got legit through the state. Signed on all the paperwork, so Team Money Hungry is officially a business. Uh, and my advice to like anybody that's doing this is really just you really you gotta stay true to yourself. You feel me? Don't be trying to please everybody. If that's if 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 what you do is like really from your heart, you feel me? Only thing you can do is 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 really just speak what you feel. You feel me? That's that's all you can do. Like don't try to like switch up yourself. Uh, to please everybody else because it's, then it's going to start, start to be like unauthentic, you feel me? And it's going to be really hard for you to get back and connect with, you know, with the people and shit like that. Uh, never give up, obviously. I don't know how old you get doing this shit. If this is really what you love, just 